Hello again. Now the change is palpable. From border restrictions, feeling of security, to more freedom of on and off island movement, with the double jabbed as versus COVID arriving in numbers. So much joy, relief, tears, and a return to relative normality. But for our health workers, it feels slightly threatening. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater just yet, please. 111 is still the number to ring if you have any concerns about COVID symptoms. We still need to be swabbed if you have concerns like this, as weirdly medics are seeing increasing numbers of children with coughs and colds and fevers. Just as many of us are thinking, ah, let's ditch the masks. Please don't relax just yet. It's likely we will see reservoirs of COVID in children over the coming weeks and months, and often they may have little way of symptoms by a cough, cold-like illness. So we're just working on this um, little one as it unfolds, almost daily in front of our eyes and ears. Hopefully, the summer holidays this year will act as a fire break, with interesting times ahead in autumn, no doubt. All in all, we're just so fed up with that C word, it's fair to say. Meantime, hay fever is running amok. Classic weather presented us with this dry spell. Then there was that rain the end of last week. And then sultry, slightly breezy, dry conditions with low cloud. Perfect for new pollen grains to fly about and later in the day fall, plummet back to the soil as the temperature drops. Resulting in, well, early evening hay fever for many. The non-drowsy antihistamines, readily available over the counter, do work pretty well. But as I've said before, don't overdo them. Nothing new this year on that front, but overall, everything, for adults at least, is on offer. From tablets to eye drops, nasal sprays, a variety of sterile containing medications, all really helpful, but you do need to use them regularly. Not forgetting <laughs> the changing of clothes, windows, shutting, hair rinses that all deflect pollen off our corpus. The warm, sultry weather, though, now that's a cause for some lethargy as your body raises its game and blood flow to the limbs. In other words, they're a bit swollen feet and ankles for some. But don't please think, ah, swollen feet and ankles, let's take more water tablets if you're being prescribed these. No. <laughs> it's a physiological change, that's all body flow, a body compensation thing, not a reason to dehydrate yourself further. On that topic, please, 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 <laughs> do not dehydrate yourself. <laughs> make sure you've got enough fluid on board. Don't let your habits rule you. Let that clearish sort of lemon-yellow urine you're producing give you a signal that you're adequately hydrated. And if you're just... Well, taking your average daily supply of fluid and not really changing habits and not passing much urine, when it arrives it's dark and concentrated, take that as a prompt to please drink more of anything, although alcohol-containing fluids, I know, England versus Germany, all that. Yes, beer and spirits, all very well and good. But alcohol contains certain chemicals. Uh, which tweak in your pituitary gland and your brain that impedes the work of something we call ADH, antidiuretic hormone. Hence, if you drink a bind of beer or alcohol-containing fluids, you actually end up urinating away more than this volume, and a bit more, perhaps, down the line. No wonder alcohol dehydrates, leaving your body feeling, well, dry, thirsty, hungover, despite all that fluid down the hatch. It's just not fair. 
Shakespeare used to say. Alcohol is good for, well, sleep, urine and nose painting. Hmm. So, plenty of water with it. Plenty of water with every other bone, please. Unless otherwise advised. Horrible to see the effects of the North American heat wave, by the way. Oh, heat stroke. Awful. All things in moderation, please, Mother Earth. Till next week. Cheerio.